What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Over Macros podcast. As always, I am your host, Mike Milner. And today I broke down the three biggest lies that the fitness industry tells you. This is something where I could have made a list of like 50 lies, but I had to narrow it down to three. So I just felt like that was a good number. We'll keep it short and concise. I'm actually trying to do that more lately. I know that I'm very long-winded. I go on tangents often, like I'm doing right now. So I'm trying to keep things short and to the point. So hopefully I accomplished that with this episode, talking about the three biggest fitness lies, the three biggest lies in the industry. And if you enjoy the content, if you appreciate the podcast and this episode in particular, I would love to know about it. So all you need to do is take a screenshot of the episode post it to your stories on Instagram, tag me at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner. And if you want to help the show continue to grow, the best way to do that is number one, leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes. And then number two, tell a friend, just say, Hey, there's this guy. He never grooms himself. He's got this crazy beard. He never gets a haircut, but you don't have to see him. Just listen to him on the podcast And he's got some insightful things to say and get your friends to listen. And that's the best way to continue to help the show grow. I appreciate you guys. Um, We just announced the winner of the NCI scholarship. Um, You can learn more about that in this episode and hopefully you guys enjoy it. All right. Welcome everybody who is tuning in on the Mind Over Macros podcast. We are live in the Facebook group back with another edition of the Monday Night Training. Not sure when you're listening to this if you are on the podcast, but I had to skip last week because I was in Charleston. Um, Also, if you missed the announcement for the NCI scholarship winner, I just released the announcement on my personal Facebook page. I did a live on there and I also did a live on Instagram. So you can go to at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner. I think that video stays up for 24 hours. To be honest, I haven't done an Instagram live in a very long time, Um, but the Facebook page or the Facebook live should be up there forever. So you can go tune in and see if you won. And there was also a little special announcement included in that. Uh, We decided to give away a little bit more than we anticipated. So we did the $20,000 scholarship winner. And we also announced that there will be some additional partial scholarships granted. Um, I was blown away by the fact that we had 150 people apply to the NCI scholarship which is amazing. Like if you think about that, that means there's 150 people who are like, yes, I want to help others along their fitness journey. I want to learn more for myself and to pay it forward to impact other people. There was 150 people that were like, yes, sign me up. I want to win this scholarship because I want to help others. And that's a beautiful thing. Um, I'm going to be honest, like sometimes it is challenging for me to run a business. There's a lot of pressure. Um, I feel like there's a lot on my shoulders. There's people that I'm responsible for their, their livelihoods and their families. And it's sometimes that weight, I can feel it, but it's moments like this. When I realize there are 150 people that were like, yes, I want to help others. And that is like the, the fuel that keeps me going, that makes it all worth it. That is like the most humbling, amazing thing ever. So that was a really cool thing. And um, I appreciate everybody who, you know, put their name in and, and hopefully 
with the partial scholarships, you guys will have an opportunity to jump in and get involved in NCI and start that path. If you're not already a coach, if you're an aspiring coach, or if you're a coach that just wants to learn a little bit more um, and be able to help more people, um, NCI is the best there is. So enough of that. I am going to jump into the topic today. By the way, if you're on Facebook, you can drop a question. Um, I'm going to go over the top three lies of the fitness industry. The top three lies of the fitness industry. But if you have a question while I'm on live, you can always drop it in there and I'm happy to answer it at the end. So I actually thought of this topic when I was writing my email this morning because so full disclosure here, I don't always have a topic planned for Mondays. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. And sometimes it just hits me like that morning or that day. Um, and for today, I wasn't really sure what the training was going to be. And I was writing my email and I started talking about the fact that people have been lied to. I've been lied to. You've been lied to. We've all been lied to in, you know, when it, when it comes to the diet industry, the fitness industry, uh, there is a just... Uh, an amazing amount of false information that is spread. So I was like, you know what? That's a good topic. We're going to go over the top three lies because if I said like top 10, this would be like a three hour episode, even top five. I mean, it's so easy to pinpoint all of these different lies that the diet and fitness industries tell you. So I thought top three was a good number. Um, Again, if you have any questions in the Facebook group live, you can drop them in the comments. I'll get to it at the end, but we're just going to jump right in. And I'm going to start with number one, which I have to imagine a lot of you, if I asked, would probably guess what it is. And I'm starting with this one because it's like the biggest, in my opinion, the biggest lie that is thrown out there. And that is that when it comes to weight loss, fat loss, that calories in, versus calories out is all that matters. Big, fat lie. Now, the people who say this, it's, it's short-sighted or they think they're being cute when it's like, it doesn't matter what diet you do as long as you know your calories in versus calories out, as long as you're in a calorie deficit, that's all that matters. And we can talk about the, the technicality of that statement, but let's just say for all intents and purposes, it is a lie and it is not helpful because if calories were all that mattered, then we wouldn't have the obesity problem that we have. Now, what those people will say is, well, people just need to have more discipline and willpower and they need to stop eating so much. And it ignores the fact that there are so many other psychological components, physiological components, hormonal components, I have seen stories of people eating 10,000 calories a day and losing weight because they had gut issues and their body was not absorbing any of the energy that they were putting in their bodies. Now, the, the calories in versus calories out crowd will say, oh, well, they didn't technically get those calories in because they weren't absorbing them. So if you told that person who's, who's eating 10,000 calories a day and losing weight and is feeling sick that, well, you just need to be in a calorie deficit or you need to be in a calorie surplus. And that person is like, well, I'm eating 10,000 calories a day and I'm losing weight. How much more of a surplus do I need to be in? You're missing the whole point. And that's what frustrates me so much about this big fat lie that is constantly thrown out there. 
That's not to say that calories don't matter. It's just short-sighted and inaccurate to, to put all of it on calories because we have to look at the hormonal considerations, the psychological, like consistency. If we are setting up an environment where it is more difficult to stay consistent, where it is challenging because of mood swings, because of stress, because of, let's say, fluctuations in hunger hormones or cravings, then what's the point of just focusing on calories, right? These other things play a huge role in consistency. And I'm guessing that the end goal for most people is to sustain the results that they get. If you don't want to sustain them, then sure, just focus on calories and eat you know, very little and you'll get a temporary result. And what will happen is you'll end up gaining it back. So if that's what you want, cool, then we can let that lie float around in the interwebs and, and let people you know, stand on their pedestal and talk about calorie deficits and calories are all that matters. It is so short-sighted and not, it's not only is it not helpful, but it's actually damaging because then it puts everyone in the mindset of, I just need to eat less or I just need more discipline. And then they start blaming themselves as like, I'm the failure because I couldn't stick with this deficit. And if I just had more willpower and discipline, then I would lose the body fat that I want. No, it's because you're only focused on calories because you believe the lie that's being told. It's because you believe that lie that you're constantly focusing on eating less and you're ignoring the psychological component. You're ignoring the hormonal considerations. You're ignoring gut health. You're ignoring sustainability. You're ignoring enjoyability. You're ignoring all of these other lifestyle variables that make it sustainable just because some jackass was like, hey, calories are all that matters. Eat less, move more, and you'll lose weight. And you're like, all right, well, I guess I just have to keep eating less. And then you blame yourself when you can't adhere to it, which is the worst thing because it's so misguided. So let's just get that out there. When it comes to sustainable fat loss, we do have to consider calories, but there's also a plethora of other things that make a massive difference. Like, can you adhere to that plan? Does it fit your personality? Does it fit your lifestyle? Does it allow you to stay consistent without having to use so much discipline and willpower? Does it allow you to still live life? Does it allow you to, to maintain hormonal balance? Does it keep your biofeedback in check? Does it keep you satiated? Does it keep cravings at bay? Does it keep mood stable? Does it keep stress low? Does it keep sleep in a good spot? All of these things matter. So we can't just sit there and say, it's just about calories. Calories in versus calories out, and the rest is irrelevant. That is completely short-sighted. So that is why I had to lead off with that lie is number one, the biggest lie is not just calories. There is a lot more to it. And I did a whole episode on why calories in versus calories out. I broke it down even more. So you can always go back and listen to that episode. Number two, number two lie is that the scale is a liar. You hear that all the time. So that's actually a lie. I know it's a little bit backwards. The scale is a liar is a lie. Um, the scale is not a liar. The scale simply reports your relationship with gravity at that moment. It doesn't lie. It's a data point. Maybe if your scale's broken, it's lying, but it's not lying to you. It is just reporting a number and it's a data point. 
Now, the reason why people say the scale is a liar is because you can have a situation where someone can be getting leaner and the scale doesn't change or the scale goes up. But it's not that the scale is lying. The scale is still reporting the data and what's coming in and what's happening. So let's just say, for example, let's say right now I'm sitting at 195. I don't know what my actual weight is right now, but let's just say it's around 195. And let's say I lose five pounds of body fat and I gain five pounds of muscle. Well, now I'm still 195, but I am leaner at 195. The scale is still reporting my body weight, which is 195. It's not lying to me. So people may get frustrated when the scale doesn't move. And then people say, oh, well, the scale's a liar. It, it lies to you. No, it doesn't. You might be just over-rotating on the scale. That's very different than saying that the scale is a liar. The scale is one single data point, which is why I don't recommend solely relying on the scale, but it actually provides some useful information. I have been in situations. I used to work for another company and anytime somebody was gaining weight, the company line was, it's just muscle. Like literally, it's just muscle or it's it's just water retention, which yes, you can, main, you can retain water and have the scale go up. But if the scale is consistently trending up and up and up, it's likely body fat. That is just how it works because if you're gaining muscle, that happens very slowly. So they used to just say like company line, when somebody is gaining weight and they're freaking out, it's just muscle. Like that was the standard answer. So the scale's not lying. It's just reporting a data, but a, a data set. It's just one number, one data point. If we take other variables into the equation, then we can see what's happening from a progress standpoint overall. So if I look at measurements, if I look at progress pictures, if I look at how my clothes are fitting, um, and, and I also look at the scale, then I can get a sense of what's really happening. So if my 195 weight is feeling very stagnant and I'm getting frustrated, but then I look at my measurements and I look at my progress pictures and I see, you know what, I'm actually looking better and I'm actually getting leaner. Cool. Well, then I don't have to worry about the scale not moving. So this whole concept of like the scale is a liar. It's not lying to you. It's reporting the exact information that it is designed to report, which is just your body weight, your relationship with gravity in that moment. If you over-rotate on the scale, that has to do with your relationship with that number. It has nothing to do with the scale. Now, sometimes it helps to break up and stop weighing yourself for a while before healing that relationship. But it's just like with, with food, like we're talking about thing, we're talking about an inanimate object. We're not talking about something that is a like emotional being that has the capacity to lie to you, right? Just like food, there's no inherent good versus bad we add that commentary. So if you have a poor relationship with the scale, then we have to address that. Just like if you have a poor relationship with food, we address that. We don't say, oh, well, food's a liar. Food lies to you. No, we actually address the root of the issue, which is your relationship with food or your relationship with the scale. So sometimes, yes, you have to step away from it. If it's controlling your, your mind, if it's like putting you in a dark place because you, you didn't like the number, that has nothing to do with the scale. That has to do with your relationship with the scale. So that's the root of the issue. Um, so understanding that uh, will help you to just 
like, yes, sometimes we look at the number, we're frustrated because it's the same number as it was for the last two weeks. Well, that's why we rely on other things like pictures, like measurements, like biofeedback. One of my favorite things to do is to look at biofeedback trends because then I can tell you almost like with absolute certainty when the physical changes are happening. When we look at trends in energy levels and hunger and cravings and mood and digestion and all these different things that your body tells us, then it's like, okay, we know that physically we're on the right track and it's just a matter of time until things start to happen. Um, so it's really, it has nothing to do with that number. It's just a number. It's just one single data point. It doesn't lie to you. It tells you exactly what it's supposed to tell you. Um, and if you can use it instead of letting it use you, then it can actually be a very valuable resource and tool. Number three, the number three lie that the fitness industry tells you is that cardio is superior for fat loss. Um, this is something that gets tossed around in terms of, I've seen it so many different ways, like just packaged differently. Well, it's like high intensity cardio is better for fat loss or steady state, long duration cardio is better for fat loss. All these different ways you want to spin it, they're all lies. Cardio is not superior for fat loss than anything else. In fact, I would say that resistance training is superior for fat loss because it's going to help support your metabolism. It's going to be more beneficial when you have a, um, a metabolism that is burning more fat at rest, which strength training does, building muscle does, cardio does not. Cardio is a very manual effort. It's a very manual process of burning calories. It doesn't create this um, muscle building process. So that's where people jump in and they're like, well, high intensity cardio is superior. Um, I would argue not because that requires more recovery. So obviously there's context that needs to be added here, but for the most part, when people do super high intensity cardio, they're putting themselves in more of an energy or a recovery debt. And that recovery debt needs to be fulfilled. And then oftentimes we have people who are like high stress individuals, they're not getting enough recovery, they're not prioritizing nutrition, but here's the reality. You can do zero cardio and lose body fat. And you can actually do that pretty well. There's nothing wrong with cardio. Cardio is great for, has a number of health benefits and it can be enjoyable for some people. I don't know who those people are, but for some people, they enjoy cardio. Um, actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to out myself right now. I absolutely love my Peloton. Um, it's great. I get to jump on. I do my class and you know, that's a little bit higher intensity. I don't do it because I'm like, well, this is the best fat burning method. I do it because I like it because it's enjoyable. That's it. It's fun. It keeps me active and that's it. It's not superior strength training. When we're talking about exercise, strength training is the best tool for fat loss because it allows you to support a stronger, healthier metabolism um, and if you listen to my episode with Jade, um, he talked about metabolic flexibility. And that is something that strength training is really helpful for because it's going to help you utilize. And then again, there's some context here. So it depends on nutrition as well, but it can help with metabolic flexibility if we are prioritizing carbs around our training, um, but ultimately improving things like insulin sensitivity through strength training. Um, and then we have one of the best tools in the toolbox, which I do not count as cardio, which is walking. So 
you could take strength training out of the equation and you could take cardio out of the equation and you could just hit your nutrition and walk a lot and get leaner. Now you, you might not have the look that you want because you're not doing anything to build muscle, but you would get leaner if you dialed in nutrition and you just used walking as your form of exercise. You can lose body fat that way. Um, even if you don't have the look that you're, you're after just trying to prove the point that cardio dedicated cardio is not required for fat loss. And it is certainly not superior. So regardless of how that's packaged, however you hear it twisted saying like, Oh, well you have to do cardio if you want to lose fat because it burns more calories. It burns more calories in that, that period of time. So if I were to do an hour of cardio versus an hour of strength training, I would likely burn a lot more calories in that hour doing cardio, but it's the aftermath where strength training wins. And so for, for the long-term sustainability, I'm always going to come back to long-term sustainability. Cardio is not superior for fat loss, even if it burns more calories in that short period of time, because you have to think about the other 23 hours in the day. So those are my top three lies that the fitness industry tells you. Now, if you ask me in a month from now, I might have a different answer because we have new lies being spun like every single day. But the one that keeps coming up for sure, number one, is that calories are all that matter. Number two, I hear it all the time. The scale's a liar. It's not. It's just your perception of the scale that might need to change. And then number three, that cardio is superior for fat loss, which I disagree. I believe that that is a lie also. Uh, let me know what you think of these. Um, ha- is this something that you have heard before that you used to believe that you are now more informed and don't believe, or is it, am I out of, you know, am I crazy and you still believe some of these things and I need to check myself? Um, let me know either way. I always love to hear your feedback. Um, you can hit me up on Instagram. Um, if you appreciate the episode, if you enjoy the content, always love to hear your feedback. So you can drop a comment in the Facebook group. Or you can tag me on Instagram at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner. And I will talk to you guys next time.